the human species is known for boundless possibilities and we can do almost anything. So why stay on a career path when you can be many other things? You want to be clear that the path you're on releases your ultimate genius. But then again, how do you make that choice? Welcome to the Design Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're going to explore how you can choose a good career path. Sit tight. If you're new here, of course, you could join our many other conversations. Hey, let's have a go. Hey, welcome. So this episode, we'll be exploring how to choose a career path. Some of the things that may have influenced or will and have influenced um, our career path, things like family, our likes, your likes, talents, chance, you could say chance, and then grades. So these are just a few of things. Um, if you reflect, you realize that uh, most of the, the current paths you are on largely have been influenced by one or two of these factors. Why do we have to bother about how to choose a good career path? The thing is this. We can't be boxed. Humans can do anything. So we don't have situations where we're feeling trapped or stuck in whatever position we are. We can always take a leap and we can do our boundless things. We can do our possibilities are infinite. So we can do so many things. Now, as we explore this conversation, how to choose a career path, I'd like you to Imagine, or if you can draw, you could draw a triangle. And of course, the triangle would have three parts, like edges, right? Um, so on one side, I want you to see your strength, your temperament, your personality. So at this point, you may have taken a temperament test. You may have taken a personality test or a strength test, or maybe not. Um, even if you've taken any of them or not, but you could just, let's just zone all of these into, put them into one zone. And then on another edge of that triangle would have things like your passion and interest, things like your course of study, whether it's any of the STEM or it's the art courses, any of them we put it there. And then we'll have your skill. Um, so that's also one that would also zone all of it into, um, we'll just cluster it rather. Yeah, that's the word cluster. So we'll just cluster it. And then we have on the last, you know, the other edge, the third one, you'd have your ability, talent, and your gift. Let's review this thing. So we have strength, temperament, and your personality on one side. You have your passion, interest, your course of study, and your skill on one other part. Then you have your ability, your talent, and your gift. I'm going to explain why we're having these separations. Now, when you consider your strength and your temperament and your personality, most of us came to realize this from taking tests, online tests or some other form of test. It could be offline. We had an expert evaluate us, ask some questions, and then we were guided to some of these things. So strength, personality, temperament. Now, one of the challenge with going with these methods, whether um, using your strength or your temperament or your personality to define how you choose your career path is that it's faulty in the sense that it reflects largely on your past and your present. It has nothing to do with your can-be self. 
So you can be self will be your future self. It has nothing to do with that kind of person who you eventually evolve to be. It just has your past and your present combined together. And so it defines you that, oh, you are this person. And based on your, the certain features you portray and these things you give off, this is who you are. And so you then make a decision based on those things. So it's faulty. It's not wrong. It's not, it's not wrong to take those tests, but it's faulty to some degree in how you use it to choose your career path. Now let's go to the other cluster where you have your passion, your interest. Now your passion and interest is also a great way to start. But then there's a trouble with your passion and interest. For a number of people, their passion and interest has been rubbed off largely from prejudices and preferences. So it's not a natural thing. So when people say, oh, this is my passion, this is what I'm interested in, it's it's more of like an artificial thing. It may not be natural. It may as a, be as a result of the environment, the kind of family they've grown up in certain features that were passed on to them so they don't they may not necessarily be natural things things that come natural to you or to this particular person in question whoever it is you're trying to help also it will just largely be a rub-off and then for example for your course of study too whether it's the science technology engineering math or the arts um, those particular interest you also have as a result of your course of study would also be as a result of certain interest you had or the kind of method of teaching you know for me personally i had that as an experience there's a particular science subject i i if if i'm to rank it i'll rank it second or third why because from my own perspective we didn't have a great teacher and then the third on this cluster we've talked about your passion your interest your course of study and then there's your skill the trouble with your skill is that your skill is learned ability skill refers to learned ability now you may have learned something but then it may not be natural to you right so you can't you can't fully or you don't fully want to lean onto something you had to learn to then define yourself of course you had to learn something so it could complement or it could shine a particular thing you have right this is also faulty this cluster is also faulty to some degree not totally because a lot of the inferences and most of what you'll be getting from these things would also be a reflection would not be a reflection you know holistically on your core now the last cluster comprises of your ability your talent and your gift now there are a lot of um, synonyms to these things um, there's, a, there's a lot of variations how we define this thing for me they they all mean the same thing ability your talent and your gift and but to so many people they are variances to this thing so basically why are we talking about when we're talking about your ability your talent or your gift we're just talking about your natural let's use the word again ability your natural ability not learned ability things that come natural to you they're inborn they're in it now this is actually the best way to go when you have to choose a career so a career that leans largely around this ability your talent your natural ability talent your gift would most likely be what you want to settle in for now four ways to choose a career number one you can either go along the line of your natural ability mm -hmm, or you can go along the line of your passion or interest i know i've mentioned that your passion or interest sometimes largely would be influenced but then it's still something right and then the third is going to be um, you can go along 
current or future challenges because hey this is one thing i learned all parts whatever part you choose will still lead you to solving societal problems all parts you take would eventually lead you there so um, you can just make a choice right off to just solve a particular current or future challenge you can direct your course of career along that path oh i just want to solve i think this is a challenge i think i want to serve it it's fine that could be a path for you and then the fourth one is you could go along the line of an advice so you could receive an intelligent advice you know articulated to you and guiding you on something some form of mentorship some guide some coach with sufficient superior intelligence and it could also guide your path on what you should do now we're going to explore how to choose now we've talked about four ways to choose a career now but we need higher intelligence so how can you choose the four parts you can you of course you can go with the four parts but so for some people it may be easy to discern which of these to pick but then if you still need further intelligence superior intelligence now the next phase of this conversation is how to choose but then before we head on there we'll just take a short break it is true that information is knowledge and knowledge is power but with all the information you've got how much of it has helped you understand your uniqueness capabilities and potentials this podcast will simplify all that information help you understand your uniqueness and show you the path to your genius expression welcome Hey, welcome back. Now, we're trying to explore how to choose. But the key thing I want you to know, the denominator of either of these factors we're going to pick or which eventually you're going to go in for, the denominator, which is common to it, that's what I mean by denominator. What's common to this is productivity. You're working. Um, that's the core. That's the focus that you're working. Now, I said there are two sides to this. Remember, we talked about you can go along the line of your natural ability or along the lines of your passion or interest or current or future challenges or along the line of an advice now but how do we position this how yeah how do we understand which is best to pick or you know for our current level of um, our current phase what we are currently going through you know how do we what do we make of it and how can we choose now there are two sides to it like i said one is you'd have to focus on work you can we can just leave out the complaints of course there are a number of complaints but we focus on work and what that means is focus on a low-hanging fruit so whatever it is you're currently doing or whatever it is whether you picked something as a result of your family your likes your dislikes chance you know, found you there, lock grades, anything, your personality test, any of the tests or a particular grade you had in a course, a particular likeness for something. However, you chose this path. It's fine. You're on the right path. So keep working, keep being productive, keep on that path. That's one of the first thing you would want to note when it comes to choosing a career path. Whatever you currently do, keep going, keep moving. So there's an interesting story I like to um, it's an analogy, it's kind of, anyway, it's a story. Um, it's a story, actually. 
um, but it, it brings a lot of intelligence when it has to do with working and how to discern what to do, right? So the first phase of discerning what to do is what I'm actually talking about now. Just work. Just busy. Just do. Just keep doing what you're doing. So this story was about, um, and I take it from the Bible. So I have lots of this analogy and story. I take lots of stories from the Bible and things that have happened because they guide me. So it supplies lots of intelligence for current things I do. So one of the examples or stories I found was this particular story of servants and a master. So this master was quite rich and then he was going on a very long journey. And then he called the servants and then he gave them certain amount of money. And so he gave one five, you know, in in the currency at that time. So it was measured in talent, like just like you talk of weight of gold or weight of silver or something. So it was measured as talent. So he gave this five talent. He gave the other servant two talents and then the last servant one talent. So there were three of them. And so he traveled and went for a long while. And then he returned after a while. And so he asked them to come and give an account of their stewardship. And so the first one came and said, oh, you gave me five. Here is five extra, ten. I was like, oh, great. So next one came in and said, hey, you gave me two. I was able to multiply, you know, I have two more. So that's four. It's like, oh, nice one. Nice job. Great job. I always knew you could do this. And then last one came and said, you gave me one. And it's like, yeah, I gave you one. Um, and he said, yeah, I didn't really, I, I didn't do anything really with it. I just found some place, kept it there and waited for you to return back. And so here is it. It's just the same way you gave me here. Take. And then master was very angry. So he was stripped of what he had. And one of the things I, I remember was when he was then speaking to this servant. I said, why, why would you not do anything with this stuff? And he was saying that, you know, saying a lot of things and then eventually said, look, even if you couldn't do anything with this one I gave you, you could have at least deposited it in the bank and by some form of interest, savings, and eventually, no matter how little, I would have gotten some level or you would have gotten some level of profit from this thing. You'd have just done something, something, just something. So you get the, um, the interesting part of this conversation. The interesting part of the conversation, the focus there is something. You'd have just done something. The master was not keen on saying, oh, you'd have done this particular type or kind of thing. Oh, I would have, and since I gave you this stuff, I would, have, I would have wished you did it in this manner. This was where you had put your money. You'd have invested it into this kind of stock market or you'd have invested into this kind of project. No. He was saying, look, you'd have just done anything. The simplest would have just been the bank. Just put it in the bank and after some, after a while, long while, you get some level of interest from your deposit. And so that instructed me a lot to say, look, productivity is key, regardless of the search for a good career path. And then there's another story of uh, servants who were standing outside, yeah, some workers. And so this man had a vineyard. And he had people working the vineyard. And then he he went out at this particular season and looked at some other people standing out. And then he told them, he beckoned on them, say, hey, can you please come? And then they, they moved, advanced towards him. And then he told them, he said, you guys are just standing there. Don't you think you're idle? They're like, yeah, but I mean, you can't say why I do. Nobody gave us a job to do. Um, it's like, really? There's, there are jobs. I mean, you go into my vineyard and just find something to do there. And then they went into work. And after the whole work, they were paid. Even those who 
were there earlier <laughs> we were paid the same amount of money but that's story for another day um, but what's interesting from this story is the fact that they were idle and then he told them look just get busy go find something to do go find something to do so this is the thing whatever path you're currently on is the is a good path and it is the step to transition you to the next step we're going to take which is how to choose a career path how do you then define with define with surgical precision how do you focus on the core what exactly you have to do for your unique genius that's what we're trying to explore here so hey whether it's your passion it's your interest that led you there your based on current challenges you found or future challenges and advice you got your grades that informed you on the path you're currently on you know you took some strength test online some form of assessment online and you're currently in this path is fine just be on that path and keep putting in your best now step two which is higher what exactly should you focus on how can you narrow down exactly how can you niche focus zoom in to the best part for you the best part for you now the thing is you discover that sooner or later a lot of people begin to complain about their career path and this is why there's level two so after a while of course you begin to get dissatisfied and sometimes you begin to have job dissatisfaction sometimes or you don't just know how this career is progressing and all and you begin to maybe complain it's valid so that's why there's a phase two there's a step two there's a climb now in this climb is going to focus on what exactly and which of course is i believe is one of the focus of this conversation and a lot of people a lot of you would be really looking to explore this now what work exactly should you do it brings an interesting story of course to mind um, to instructors that just doing anything is phase one but to some certain degree after a while it's not just enough to just do something or just be doing anything have to be a focus what exactly are you doing so while general productivity is fine at the phase one and this climb productivity is not only going to be the metrics for measurement and of course you know that because for lots of things like jobs dissatisfaction you know you get uncomfortable at work it has to do with the fact you're productive of course coming showing up to work a nine to five or a five to nine <laughs> but then still uncomfortable so it shows you're productive, but productivity is not enough, right? So this climb, climb two, brings an interesting story to mind of this particular group of people. And then they went to meet their master. Yeah, a lot of this analogy, because it, it was way back then, um, number of the stories as to master servant, you know, because back then, at the time of the writing of this story, those were the common things that happened at the time. So most of the stories that were taken had to do with these scenarios. So this particular um, group of people, they were like stewards, and then they were given a mandate to do certain things. And then eventually, they were asked to be accountable. And then they began to say all sorts of things. I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. And then the master said, Ah, I don't recognize any of those things you've said. I don't recognize it. People are quite familiar with the story. If you go through the Bible, you realize that it had to do with people who said, Oh, I casted out demons. I did this. I did this. Oh, I did this particular thing. Oh, I even spoke in tongue. And, it was, and the master was like, ah, I don't know you. I don't recognize any of this. I, no, 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 I don't. Please, please shift. Please move. 
and then they were even punished for it. So why? I mean, these guys were productive. They did stuffs. Why would they be punished? I mean, if it's just about productivity, these guys were productive. They did stuff. <laughs> they sweated. <laughs> so, but they, they hustled. They did something. But it's like, ah, oh, no, it's not enough now. Now at this phase, it's not enough. So that's an interesting conversation because it brings to um, the fore the question of what exactly are you doing? What's your niche? What are you now? What's now your center? Because sooner or later, even you will complain. You begin to feel lots of discomfort. You begin to feel uncomfortable. Now, this is the area where your natural ability sits. On the other level, you could have gone along the line of your passion or interest, gone along the line of your of current or future challenges, gone along the line of an advice. But in this particular climb, the focus here is going to be on your natural ability, your gift. So I define your gift as your natural ability, your talent, to, yeah, to a large degree, is still your gift, which is your natural ability, things that come natural to you. Of course, it takes a while to sometimes arrive at what your natural things, your natural giftings are, your ability, your natural abilities are. It takes a while. And that's why you had phase one, where you just had something to do, the low-hanging fruit. But now at this phase, after a while, you want to begin to reflect on this journey. And there's a lot of process that takes into understanding your your natural abilities of course the online assessment and test may have given you some insights or can give you some insights accent from family from friends and then taking time to sit meditate and journal reflect on yourself to write down some of these things can also be great um, ways to actually position you to find your natural ability because that's the core of what the center of your work would be around largely one of the reasons why your natural ability is important in this journey is because just journey, journey with me. Of course, you've been with me on this journey. If you have to make choices from, remember, from some form of temperament, you understand yourself to be some form of personality, some form of grade you had, some form of test you took, and then it's now defining you, you'd realize that those things would only be an indication of your past and your present. It has nothing to do with your can-be self. It has nothing to do with your future self, your potential. It has nothing to do zero with that. It only has to do with your record, track record, your history, and then the present. So it combines both of them and then tells you that, oh, this is what I think you should do, or this is who you are. And so from there, you can journey. But that's not enough. Yes, to some degree, your past and your present give certain revelation, certain insight about you, but that's not all. How about the one that lies ahead, your can-be self, your potentials? That's one of the reasons why leaning largely to your natural, because you would never be able to reach the peak of your genius by just relying on things that, def on things that reflect on your past and your present. That's not all. How about what lies ahead? So your natural ability is the only best bet of what, yeah, of course, you, you already know your past and your present, but it is the best bet for you to understand your capacity, the length, the breadth, the depth, the heights, the full measure of your genius and putting it out there. I call it your can-be self. It's what will define you in the next 5, 10, 15, 25 years. So you can start with any other thing. But at this junction, at this juncture, at this point, you want to reflect largely on your natural abilities, your gifts, your talents. Now, 
it's also important to note that there is no career path that would be able to house your entire gift and talent it's not possible your gift and talent will always be would always be this large cycle and then your career or your job or whatever would always sit inside so you can take time to reflect on this and to find a way to focus um, by intelligence superior intelligence and how to understand your abilities your talent your gift and then when you come to that you'd be able to fine-tune what, what it is you do so it could lean largely to your gift and your talent. Remember, no career path will be able to house your entire gift and talent. It's always larger. You'd always, your, your gift and talent will always be larger than what it is you're currently doing. But you want to ensure that what you're currently doing eventually leans towards these things you found about yourself, your natural ability leans towards it. And if it cannot lean on all of this, it's still fine. But you're just aware that you, what you currently do, your career just sits in, has this small cycle inside the larger one. So I'll give a story back then when I was in school. You'd realize that most times when you're in class, you liked subjects, more than one subject. So for me, for example, I liked chemistry, I liked geography. I liked music, yes, I liked biology, and I liked economics, I remember, yeah, I liked economics, I liked those courses, but then, of course, when you had to go to university, you had to pick one, there was no way to combine chemistry, it's like, hey, guy, enough of the confusion, just pick one, and it was difficult, it was like, I was good in geography, I was also, I liked music classes, I, but, okay, it's fine, what do I choose, and then you have to maybe do this, you have to rank them, and then discovered that, okay, chemistry had like 90%, geography had like 84%, music classes um, from that I had like 70%. Hmm. So I think chemistry, so it's in, yeah, so chemistry 90, above 90. So I should go for chemistry in that order. That was how I was able to, I'm, I'm currently on the path of chemistry. That was how it started, you know, that's how the journey started. So, but the thing is that you realize that you had more interest. So, like I said, you'd always have your passion, your gift is always larger than the cycle you try to fit. Don't always try to fit because this is one of the things that causes job dissatisfaction when you're trying to force all of you to enter a small discipline because disciplines are always a small construct. And so when you try to force all of you into a particular box called a discipline, called a career path, you begin to what? <laughs> you begin to go, you're uncomfortable in that box and then you just want to break off. So you don't want to do that. You want to always express yourself even in your career, but at the same time, you don't want to box yourself into it. You don't want to force all of you to be expressed through that discipline. You crack, you break. And of course, the best career is one closest to your gift and talent. So this is where I'm going to leave it off. And you could reach out to me. You could send me an email. And you could ask more questions. But then I'm going to leave it off here. And I hope you have a great time today. And see you in the next episode. If this episode hit all the right spots, do well to subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes. Cheers to your clarity.